The reason why this has happened is because it is your biology to want to be protected for. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Firstly, you may hear some thunder in the background, and that is because we've got a bit of a tropical storm happening in Tulum at the moment. So it's just part of the vibe. Just embrace it. That's number one. Number two is that Baba is officially open, and if you are on the wait list, you have until midnight of the 10th of February, so tomorrow, if you're listening to this in live time, to get your $500 off for joining my Badass Bitches Academy. This is for any of you you that want to run your business like I do so full feminine flow with masculine structure where you focus on magnetizing things to yourself you be in the flowy energy you create a sustainable business model rather than these like short peaks and then dropping off because you haven't done it properly Um, and you just want to be able to be in more of my energy and you want to learn from me then please make sure that you join tonight so you get that $500 off um, and then it will be open for enrollment for the following week afterwards without the $500 off so just a little heads up with that if you would like the abundant discount which I have decided to give this time as a little bit of an incentive for those of you that would like to join early and get on in and you can read all about that on my website okay so today we are talking all about what are we talking about Oh, dating during a pandemic. I put up a, I put up a question box the other day and someone asked a question of like, how do you date during lockdown? Like I'm in London, how did you do it? And I want to offer some insights around this because I had so many of you replying to this. I talked a lot about it. I typed a lot out on my Instagram story that day and I was like, you know what? We need a podcast on this. And then a lot of you were like, oh my God, yes, please podcast. So that is what we are doing today. Now, firstly, I want to preface that everybody is different. So everyone shows up differently in dating. Everyone has got a different attachment style. Um, And we're all different people. And it totally depends on whether you're dating someone that is like absolutely the right fit or whether it's like "Mm, maybe and you're really trying to navigate that, whether you are in a trauma bonded relationship, whether you are, um, you know, whether you are still working, whether you've lost your job, whether you're in a really good headspace and you feel really high vibe, whether the other person's in a really good headspace and they feel high vibe. There's so many dependent factors to how dating is going to go, both in not COVID times and then during COVID times. So I'm kind of going to dive into this um, and give a little bit of a couple different points on it, um, depending on like different situations. So the first thing that I want to say is that during this time in history, a lot of women with dating are going to become, or maybe you have become anxiously attached and you're not normally an anxiously attached person. The reason why this has happened is because it is your biology to want to be protected for and want to be provided for. And we're right now in a very stressful situation where depending on your environment and everything going on in your life, a lot of you may be having the scenario where your subconscious actually thinks that it's a life or death situation. And so you're going to hunt out the situation that will allow you to feel like you are being protected, provided for, cared for, looked after, X, Y, and Z. Now, this is definitely going to be the case if you are homesick, if you do not have a job, if you are bored out of your fucking mind, if you have a lot of anxiety and stress right now because of the unknown, 
if you are away from your loved ones and your friends, if you hate your job, this is going to be really amplified. If you are not really in a lockdown or you're in like half a lockdown, but you can still see your friends, you just have to wear face masks and this definitely might not be the case for you. During With London right now, it's still like very much in a lockdown. It really has been a pretty strict lockdown since March of 2020. We had a bit of a break over summertime um, with still like some rules and whatever. And a lot of people though, their nervous systems were actually like so stressed that it was actually a lot to be able to be out of the lockdown. So they kind of were trying to navigate that and then we went back into lockdown and la la la. So I just want to say that if you are in a lockdown, like the, like London, for example, um, really anywhere in Europe is in a pretty hectic lockdown at the moment. And some, some states in America are in a little bit of a tougher lockdown too. It's very likely that dating right now is actually the worst thing that you can do for yourself because you're not going to be showing up as your best self and you're only more likely to repel an amazing man than bring him in. He's probably only more likely to be more feeling more stressed and smothered by you um, versus in normal days he'd be able to handle it because he's also struggling with his own with his own stuff, with his own mental health, with his own stress levels and anxiety and X, Y, and Z. So it's just challenging, right? And I'm saying this because I've dated a few people last year um, where I experienced this. So when I was dating someone in... Um, in May-ish, I was really homesick. I was really homesick. I was struggling. I had moments of feeling really high vibe. It was like kind of coming into that summer-ish time. So we were able to like get takeaway food. Then we went, we, no, we did go back into a lockdown. So I did it in for a few weeks whilst we weren't in a hectic lockdown. And then we did go back into a lockdown. Bars went open. It was all like takeaway right at this time. So um, we couldn't go out on a date. We couldn't go to a bar, like to a pub, that kind of stuff at this point in time. Um, so it was weird, right? It was weird because it meant that our first date was a coffee and a walk around the park and he came and he picked me up. And then our second date was a couple of days later. Like it was, that was on the Friday. And then on the Sunday night, he came over to mine for dinner. Um, and basically our dates were at each other's house. I really actually more at my house because I didn't, I don't have any housemates. So it was really more at my house where he would cook or I would cook and we would get sushi, go for a walk, that kind of stuff. Um, and whilst it was enjoyable, it's not an environment that allows you to really thrive in compared to when I went on a date with another guy when lockdown wasn't a thing. And he took me to like a mini golf thing. You guys call it something else in London. Uh, fun golf, uh, Funky golf, what's crazy golf, crazy golf. I think it was, guys call it crazy golf. And it was really fun. And we were being flirty with each other and we were making fun of each other, good banter, all that kind of stuff. We were able to go out to a restaurant and it was a completely different vibe for a first date than a fucking walk around the park with a coffee. Now, the walk around the park date was fine because I ended up going skiing with him in Switzerland and having the time of our fucking lives. So it doesn't really matter. But so like, this is what I'm saying. And I do want to mention this. So like when you're with the right person, you can have, you can make fun out of nothing, right? When you're with the right person at the right time, then that's fine. But I also want to say guys, when we went to Switzerland when James and I were in Switzerland, um, that was a completely different thing, right? Because we were skiing every day. We were staying in a glorious penthouse for the first half of the, for the first half of the holiday, we were able to go out for dinners, like to pubs, blah, blah, blah. So it was still like way more exciting than a normal London lockdown. And then I, we got back to London. I just had a meltdown and it was shit and he's miserable. I'm miserable. And then I came to Mexico, right? Because I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here because the like the lockdowns don't, didn't make me a good person. Now that didn't make me a bad person, but they didn't make me the best. I should reword that. They didn't make me the best version of myself, right? 
the lockdowns, the reality is the lockdowns make me want company. I'm an extrovert. I get com- I get energy from people. The lockdowns make me want to do shit. I'm bored. I'm sick of being inside. I want to go out. I want, I want to see people. I want to have people over for dinner, X, Y, and Z. He's working his ass off. It just wasn't a perfect scenario versus if we were in Switzerland together. It was like amazing. We were both on holidays. He wasn't working. We were skiing every day. We were laughing our fucking asses off. We were going out for drinks. Like we were getting really drunk. Like Jelly was being crazy. Like it was just a totally different vibe. I dated someone else um, maybe in August. Oh, no. I, yeah, I dated someone else that I went to Paris with. You guys, some of you might know that one. And um, that was that was fine actually because, uh, in, well, actually that was fine up until the next lockdown. I had a massive meltdown because of my homesickness, right? So I'm just using these as examples for you guys to kind of understand the biology of it. So when we first started dating, went out to a bar, great, fun, blah, blah, blah. It was like things were kind of open again for a while in London. We went to Paris again, fun, amazing, time of our fucking lives, the best weekend, definitely one of the best weekends of my life. Then when we came back, things were still kind of open. Um, We weren't allowed to have many people over to our houses, but I had a bit of a like a gathering thing at my house with a bunch of friends. And that gathering made me so fucking homesick because I was on this massive high of like, oh, I remember how much fun it is to entertain, to feel like I have a bunch of friends around me, to feel super loved, supported, X, Y, Z. And the next day, I mean, drinking didn't help. The next day I had a huge huge breakdown like one of the biggest I'd had that whole year um and I literally looked online at booking flights home to Australia because I was like I don't think I can do this anymore kind of situation and it was just a couple of days and then I was fine again now that moment right was like all this biology kind of came in of like I need I need a man right now I need to be provided for I need to be protected I need someone right here right now now what that did was it repelled him because I was like, I need, I need you. I, I didn't actually say this to him, but it, like the energy of it was, uh, I need companionship. I need friends. I need people in my life. This repelled him because it was like, he's an avoidant. Um, and I was, I was being anxious. I'm actually, I used to be an avoidant attachment style and now I'm nothing. I'm like neutral. I'm just not anxious, not, not avoidant, um, in normal times, right? Key thing in normal times, but a lot of women will go avoidant, uh, sorry, will go anxious right now because they're like in that primal, um, like fight or flight response that obviously repelled him. And so that one didn't fucking work out either. Then, yeah. So basically that made me realize like the, the enormity of this biological response that a lot of women are having during these, this COVID time. Now, this is also reflected in all of my clients, the exact same thing. I then dated another guy a little bit later on and I was a lot more like neutral, whatever, but it was actually him that was like, it was, it was, he was going through his own mental health stuff and he wasn't his best self. And so that meant that I was like, this isn't an alignment because you're not showing up as your best. I wasn't saying this to him, but I was like, thank you. Goodbye. Um, because he wasn't showing up as his best self and he wasn't happy. Right. And then I dated another guy. I sound like I know a lot of people, but I have, but like not for long periods of time, but I'm just saying I went on a few dates. Uh, and another guy, I actually dated for a little, like a few months. And, um, and uh, at the beginning of our time together, he was like amazing. It was like, we got along so well. And then over time, his mental health kind of went down the drain and no shame in that at all because mine was, you know, on, on the verge of going down the drain too. Everyone's fucking is. Um, and that meant that both of us were kind of like, this is not the right time. And, you know, it was very obvious for him as well. And 
that we're still friends and there's nothing hard there. It wasn't like a bad ending or anything. It was just like, this is not the right time. And a lot of people have had to do this. I've had clients where usually in relationships, they're the one where it's like, oh my God, can this guy stop texting me? Like I have my own life. And now they're the one texting him all the time being like, I want attention, right? And it's not anything to do with them. It's not their fault. It's because this is fucking biology. This is biology. Now, some women are going to go avoidant because they feel so anxious that it's too much for their nervous system. So they tap out. So they're like, I'm out. I can't feel all of this. I'm numb out. And therefore, they go avoidant. But that avoidant right now is actually still coming from the anxiety of the primal response of feeling so much stress. Okay? So I have... uh, you know, even said, if I've said to some friends, if I was a woman not working right now, I would ban myself from dating apps and from dating and everything because holy fuck would I be a shitty version of myself because I'd be so bored that I'd be so needy because I'd be so bored all day that I'd want to see the guy that I was seeing every fucking night. Um, that would also repel him. So it depends on your situation, but be really honest with yourself of like, am I really in the best place to be dating right now? Or am I going to be a little bit attached? Because the thing is you could then sabotage something amazing. And again, it's no fault of your own. It's the situation that we're fucking in, but you could sabotage something amazing. And again, if it's meant to be, it will happen in the future. So don't worry about it. But you could sabotage something amazing by being a bit anxious versus in normal times, you would not be anxious about this guy or like the relationship and the attachment at all, because you would be like chill, as fuck because you'd be like living your life right but now all of us are bored that we're constantly like waiting by the phone wanting attention wanting communication wanting to see people and that's just human nature so just be honest with yourself about that be really honest with yourself um the other thing that I want to say about dating during lockdown is for a lot of us it's fucking boring it's boring right it's like oh let's go for a walk in the park it's fucking freezing I can't even talk properly because I'm so cold you know when you get so cold that you can't even talk properly that kind of shit you know let's get a coffee like how many fucking coffees do you need in a day you know what I mean and then it's like Netflix and chill cook dinner at home and it can get it can get so boring that you're like you get frustrated and then that frustration can come into the relationship and it can sabotage the relationship and it wasn't because the relationship wasn't right it was because it was so boring that it became frustrating because you weren't able to really do anything and have fun and this doesn't mean that you guys aren't a perfect match this is just actually the fact that like we all need a bit of fun and fucking adventure in our life right and so And hence I was like, I need to go to Mexico because it doesn't matter how much fun I can fucking create in my life at home. I need a lot of fun and adventure. This is is the same for friendships. I even said coming to Mexico would allow my friendships to blossom because I would have things to update people on. My WhatsApp has never been so fucking full in the last year with friends texting me and wanting to FaceTime and chatting and X, Y, and Z because they want the updates and I want to update them and there's more excitement in my life. Right, and this goes the exact same for dating. There's more excitement, there's things to talk about, there's things to share. Now, yes, if you are really compatible with someone, you will find fun, you will make fun. I'm not denying that. However, a lot of us are so exhausted by COVID, as in like the pandemic, not COVID itself. We're so exhausted by the decision making, we're exhausted by the lockdowns, and we're all so depressed. 
and we don't even realize it. We're so low on serotonin and dopamine that we don't even have the energy to create fucking fun because we just can't be bothered. We're like, I'm so over this. I can't even be bothered to think of things that are fun. And this is just called COVID exhaustion. I've talked about this before. It's like the exhaustion of the pandemic, the exhaustion of when is this going to end? It's mentally exhausting. And that mental exhaustion means that you don't even want to create fun in your own home because you're like, I'm just so tired. I can't even be fucked. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's This is just what's happening at the moment. Um, so, you know, we can't go on those fun fucking dates with people of the mini golf, of going, you know, um, uh, weekends away or, you know, doing bar hopping and going to fun restaurants and trying new things or going to the fucking zoo or I don't know, whatever people do, right? We can't even do that. And so it's like... Oh, what is there to do? Oh, let's make dinner tonight. And then you think the other person is just boring and you're like, oh, this person's boring. And it's not about the person. It's actually the whole situation is fucking boring. So both of you are being like boring as hell. And it's not actually that you guys are boring people. It's that you're both bored of the pandemic. Okay. Um, so my advice right now, if you want my moniker advice, and my name actually means to advise and counsel. FYI, if you don't know that. Uh, Mum and dad chose a very good name for me. So some things that you could be doing instead, if you're like, you know what, Monica's right. I shouldn't be dating right now. I'm going to wait until it's the right time um, when I'm actually feeling like I'm 100% myself. Because I honestly feel like dating right now is going to add more stress to your plate because you're going to try and be this like, you're going to try and be the normal version of yourself. And then you're going to get really frustrated. And my clients, this is happening to them. They're getting frustrated of why am I showing up like this? Why am I being anxious like this? Why am I... What, why am I worried? Why am I making up these situations in my head of like, he doesn't love me anymore? Like there's no proof of that, Monica. And I would never have done this in the past. I'm always, I've always been that girl that doesn't give two fucks and is out celebrating with friends. And I forget to reply to him. And now he's forgetting to reply to me. And I'm like, babe, it's not you. It's the pandemic, right? So if you, that's also like stressful in itself. So if you don't even want to have to deal with that and you're like, you know what? I just can't be fucked with that whole situation. And like, I would be in that I would be in that fucking scenario because you know when you're dating someone and it gets to a point where it's exhausting the ups and downs or the miscommunication you're like you know what? I'm so exhausted I just want to end this because ending this would actually feel better than the exhaustion right now a lot of people it's going to feel better for you to just be single than the stress of trying to be the normal version of you in a relationship right now so that's just like, take what you want, leave what you don't want, right? Whatever relates, whatever resonates with you. So what are some things that you could do instead of dating right now? So you don't feel like you're losing time. A lot of women are like, my biological clock is ticking. I'm losing time. Remember guys, time is an illusion. Time is a fucking illusion. Okay. Human made time is human made time. A lot of us have this story in our head of like, we've got to find the man, right? We've got to be with him for four years, then engaged for a year, then married for a year, then have a baby. How many fucking years is that? I don't know, too many. But when you condense time, when you are just in the energy of this, the version of you that you want to be, when you're so in alignment, you could date that guy for six months or for six fucking weeks, get married in the same year and have a baby in the same year if you wanted to. So take out those timelines, take out the narratives of like, this is how it has to be and make up your own fucking narrative. Because if you do that, your biological clock will stop you from being in this like, I have to find him, I have to find him. And rather like, oh, I could find him, marry him and have kids with him all in a six month period. Like, what am I worried about? That could happen fucking tomorrow. Um, some things that you could be doing right now though, to help you to feel uh, like not, um, not alone, not like I'm losing time, whatever you want to fucking call it. Things you can do instead. Look after yourself. Have fun with yourself. Fucking masturbate. Try new sex toys. 
buy yourself new lingerie, dress yourself up, do your hair every day, um, you know, try new exercise, learn a fucking language. I'm starting French, fucking finally. Um, get fit and healthy, right? Start cooking new things. Learn a new fucking language if you want to. Learn how to cook new things in the kitchen. Improve yourself. Work on yourself. Why don't you work on yourself? Why don't you change shit up in your lifestyle instead? Sorry, if you can hear the cleaners in the background, they're just doing their thing. Um, you know, you can still attract him in energetically right now. So you could still be doing that, but with no attachment because you're like, this can happen after COVID because I don't need to have the stress of trying to be like the right person right now. But if I were you, I would focus on attracting him in, but like not let it land right now until you're free again. Does that make sense? So it's like attract him in, focus on what you want to call an X, Y, and Z, but have like the time on that of like when we, when the bars are open again, for example, don't make it like when we're free again. Cause like fuck knows when that is, but like when the bars are open again, like I'm ready for him because I had a client yesterday, a voice messaged me and like, she's been really trying to like find the man, find the man, find the man. And like a bunch of things of like in our sessions, cleared, boom, done, like release energy, neutrality, did some channeling for X, Y, and Z. And then yesterday she just like, you know, brushed her teeth, fucking had bed hair and everything and went to the grocery store and then met the hottest fucking man. And apparently looks a lot like the guy that I described to him and the guy asked for her number. Now that doesn't, I'm not saying that she's going to end up marrying this guy. Like we don't know. But what I am saying is like, you can still meet people even in, during a pandemic. Um, and you can still focus on calling the people in energetically. And remember that timing is everything. Timing is everything. So like, Let's use this example right now of this guy that she's met, okay? So she's met this guy, let's name him Bob, and her name is Sue. Bob and Sue, what a fucking, what a fucking duo. Her name isn't Sue, but I'm just using an example. So she's met Bob, Bob gets her number, they talk for a while. You know, maybe she doesn't want to like, put the pressure on dating right now, but she's actually, in a, she's actually living in a city where things are open, so she could. Let's say she's living in London. If I was her, let's, let's, okay, here we go because you guys asked for my advice. If I was her and this happened to me, I've just met Bob in the supermarket. Let's give him a sexier name. Let's call him Harry. I just met Harry in a supermarket and he asked for my number. Amazing. And I'm single in a lockdown and I'm like, I'm not my best self. I am working, but I'm kind of struggling. I'm a bit homesick. I'm really fucking bored of this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, let's go for a walk sometime. What I would personally be doing with this person is I would share with them everything that's going on everything that's going on for me tell them I would love to go for a walk and on that walk sorry I'm saying this we're explaining to them in person on the walk one see if it was even a vibe right go on the fucking walk because you might there not be a vibe with this person right and you could then be like oh I'm gonna wait six months until this is over and then you go out on a date and it wasn't even there, like there was no fucking vibe and you're like oh what a waste of time so go out on the walk with him totally and let's say there is a vibe okay and he wants to see you again I would be probably prefacing to him like, hey, I want to let you know that I've been struggling lately and I'm actually not my best self right now. I am a little bit like anxiously attached to people and I don't want to do that with you um, because I do actually like I do like you. I think there's a connection here and I like to see where this goes. Would you be okay if we were just friends right now? So there is less of that like attachment to you and there's less of any like neediness because as soon as you involve like the sex and the kissing and all the hormones, like things just get taken to another level, right? Like it does. You want them even more. You get even more attached. You guys have listened to my episode. I think I did it in the episode about like why I returned from Paris. Um, 
I'll, I'll link the episode below that I'm talking about, of friends can have more security than romantic relationships, especially in the beginning. So you could explain to him that, you know, you would love to just be friends right now if he's open to that. And then once bars are open, then he can take you out on a date where you guys can do fun things and life's a bit more normal. Because right now, like you don't really want to have to be dating by sitting at home all the time and it not feeling like spicy and fun and, and X, Y, and Z. And that's what I would say, right? And he probably is going to be like, you know what? I really respect that you've told me that, like, absolutely. And if he's like, nope, I want to only date you. I don't want to be friends. Then I'd be like, okay, fine. Lol, bye. Because that guy clearly doesn't understand boundaries and respect, like, what you're saying. I don't see many guys being like that. Um, most would be like, I most would be like, you know what? That sounds fucking amazing. I love the idea of that right now. Um, and then you guys can just go for a walk and remain friends. And obviously there'd be flirting and everything, but like, don't, I would not, I would have a very hard boundary of like, do not fucking kiss me because as soon as you kiss me, I'm going to get really attached to you. And then it's actually going to cause me so much stress. And I just like, can't be bothered with that. Now, obviously we could also say, but if he's a good guy, he would like meet your needs and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, of course. This is not about him. This is about me. This is about that I know that being in a London lockdown or wherever you are and trying to date someone that you have fucking feelings for becomes stressful when you cannot do it the way that you want to do it and you want them to all of a sudden be your everything because you don't have someone right now that is like that full fucking companion that's making you feel so safe and so protected. You do not want to put all that pressure on him because remember that men want freedom. Women want all the intimacy. We're like, give me more, give me more, give me more, right? Give me more love, more love, more love, more smothering, more intimacy, right? But men are like, I want more freedom. I want more freedom. I want more freedom. The feminine wants the touch, the intimacy. The masculine wants the freedom. So it's polarizing. So if you're like smothering, he's just going to be like, fuck this, I'm out. Even if there's an amazing connection. And I'm just like, I don't want to ruin that for the future. If there is an amazing connection and X, Y, and Z. So that's just kind of like my take on the whole what I'd be doing right now with dating okay and just remember that this this is a time that you can be focusing on yourself and you can still be energetically attracting him in but let it land in real life once things are more open and whatnot so I'm going to leave that there my throat is actually like a bit sore from talking so much today so I've been recording certification modules and x y and z actually on that topic I had a meeting today with my um with my actually I'm just gonna finish this up so being in Mexico right everything's free. You can go out. I'm working and I'm able to go out for lunch and for dinner and to go to beach clubs and I'm meeting so many amazing people. And because I'm meeting so many amazing people, there isn't that scarcity of like, I don't have many people in my life. I got to fucking hold on to the ones that I have. Um, and I got to put all my eggs in one basket of like, well, I don't have like a friend to see this night, this night, this night, this night. So I'm going to put all my eggs in the basket of the guy that I'm dating. Right. And that energy is repelling to anyone, even to friends. Um, it's needy it's, it's it's anxiously attached it's like smothering and it's it's scarcity but here there's an abundance of people that I that I have made friends with and I've connected with and therefore I I don't I'm not texting the same person all the time being like want to go out want to go out want to go out you know what you know you guys know what I'm saying so big shift in energy and so like you know like if I um if you were in Mexico, for example, or you were in an open an open place where you can like do everything and whatnot, I would say fucking date your ass off if you want to because you're not going to be in that. You probably, and this is dependent on you, so tune in with what you are feeling. Um, you're probably not in a, in a scarcity mindset around dating and around what you can do and you're feeling abundant and you're meeting so many people. So if you met a guy, you're not going to put all your eggs in the fucking basket because you're seeing friends during the week anyway. You're not putting all of your time and energy focusing on him, if that makes sense. 
Uh, okay. Anyway, so that is that episode. Today I had an amazing meeting with my with my team, and I've had had this download for the fa- the past few days, and I put it on my Instagram story today as well. But um, I have a very funny feeling that I am not going to be running my certification next year because I feel like once COVID and everything has fucked off, let's hope it's by it's done by this year. Um, I feel like next year is going to be so many opportunities coming through my door and so many other things that I'm going to be doing that I'm not going to have the time to give a hundred percent to my certification students, and therefore I would not run it because I only do things a hundred percent because that's fucking integrity and I care so much about my students being the best of the best so I would not feel comfortable just like running it as like an evergreen thing without like that high touch point um so if you've been thinking about doing it and you've been like oh I'll just do it next year I'll do it next year um I in my intuition I am 95 the more that I think about it 95% sure before in my meeting I was 90% sure now I'm 95% sure that I'm not going to be running it next year because I just won't have the space to give 100% to it um so yeah if you want to be doing it this if you want to do it I would get on it this year um you know we start in April applications are open at the moment and they're closing shortly um because I probably won't run it next year maybe the year after um, also like I've now trained up so many amazing women that I don't feel like, oh my God, I'm the only person in the world that can do all of this. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I've trained up all these amazing women now and the ones coming through this year, they can also do what I can do. So now I can like refer clients that I can't fit in my schedule to them. Um, which is amazing. So I just don't feel the need to like be training up a, a bunch of people that I have to make it a priority in my calendar for next year. It's, the priority is always like, I just want to like help you guys. I want to be able to do my podcast. I want to have time to do my podcast and also to be doing things like Queen Alchemy, my one-on-ones and doing all that trauma healing work. Like that, if I had to prioritize things, that would be the number one priority of like my clients and that deeper trauma stuff. And a priority, if I had to prioritize, would not be my certification. So you know, the content's all there. So I will obviously do it again in the future. Like I'm not saying that I'll never do it again. Um, but if you've been thinking oh, I'll do it in 2022, I'm very, very sure I won't be running it in 2022. So um, just a little FYI, this is probably going to be the last year for a little while to join the 2021 round. So if you're thinking about that, join. Baba enrollments for the wait list option closed tomorrow with the $500 discount. And if you miss out on that, then you are paying without the $500 discount, obviously. Um, and you've got until I think the 18th is what we said. The 19th. You got until the 19th of February to join this round of BABA. And then it is closed. You get a one-on-one with me. You get all of our um, monthly group calls that are live, plus all the recorded content and access to all the content forever, which means that any updates you also get in that. And this is for if you want to run your business from the feminine and learn absolutely everything that I embody and that I uh, do in my business when it comes to sales, energetics, when it comes to magnetism, feminine energy, um, you know, planning out launches, hiring, funnels, all that stuff that's important, but from a feminine place. So it really is a masculine container for you to then thrive in your feminine and that's the beautiful duo it's not all feminine and it's not all masculine it's actually about it's actually the perfect combination of this is how you need to have your business set up so that you can be in your feminine aka you need to have a masculine structure for you to be in your feminine so it's that combination of both where I'm showing you the feminine energetics and I'm showing you all the masculine structure so that you can be in your feminine anyway that's me I'm gonna go have lunch I'm gonna love you and leave you guys any questions let me know and Look out also this weekend for a Valentine's Day sale and for the Lunar Year sale. Channeled through when I was brushing my teeth yesterday and I told Sarah and she's like, oh, I love this idea. So the Lunar Year um, is on 
Friday the 12th and we are going to have a sale, a flash sale for just that day, not even 24 hours. That day is going to be a flash sale for Witchman Wisdom. And then on the 14th of February for Valentine's Day, there will be a little flash sale of something else. So just keep your eyes peeled. And yeah, have a lovely day, ladies. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 